Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. It's Thursday. It's our last show of the week. Uh, <clears throat> tomorrow, inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. We will be back with you on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. It looks like it's going to be a great fall weekend. Uh, get out there and do fall, y'all. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Is, uh, I think he's parked the bus. He'll be here in just a minute. Uh, good morning, Clayton. There he is. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. All right, Mr. York, we brought you some help this morning. Uh, Come on, Seth. Help hey, me out right here. There we go, Jim. Uh, Seth it takes Campbell. two or three of them to get me, but I'm glad you come by to help me. You know, Wait. Seth Campbell, friend of the station. Uh, he's got the he's in his uh, you know in his in his real life. He's a uh, uh, school teacher down in Mount Pleasant for special needs kids. Uh, a job that I just want to thank him for doing because I know I wouldn't be able to, uh, and I think only certain people are able to do it. Yeah, well, I I appreciate that. Yeah. Anyway, he's he's taking the day off today, and we're glad to have him. Ron Hart, favorite son of Columbia, native son of Columbia, graduate 1977 of Columbia Central High School. How you doing? Good morning. Ron, I hear you're going to come up uh, tomorrow night to uh, Tullahoma and help us out with the Central High School football broadcast. Yeah, I guess color commentator, uh, Tater, what do you call it? Um, brings to mind kind of best in show, Fred Willard. Remember that <laughs> best in show? No, um, one of the better scenes in in movie history. I don't, I don't remember that one, Ron. You remember best in show mockumentary? Uh, the guy that did Spinal Tap. I don't know. Maybe I'm aging out here. <laughs> well, I'm older than you are, but uh, now you got me on that one. Whatever, yeah. different. I've probably been paying more attention during life than you have. Got it. Right? Got it. Yeah. That could yeah. be. Could be. Yeah. All right, what's going on? Seth, you had not been here in a while. You got something you want to lead off with, or you want me to pick something? Not particularly. I've just been, you know, i been listening for the past month while school started back up and, um, you know, just thought I'd come in here and, and help Jim out a little bit since I had the time. You guys ganging up on Mr. York all the time, and, and he just needed some help to fend some of y'all off, I think. Well, okay, fair enough. They kind of like that mob stuff. <laughs> all right well I, you know I, I, there are a lot of things going on i mean uh i think yesterday fox news reported and i can't remember the name of the town eagle pass texas eagle pass texas four thousand people crossed over uh alone in eagle pass texas yesterday i saw the videos of it it was all uh, young men look like young a, men in their early twenties or, early, teen, or early late 20s, teenagers, and, yeah. and marching single file in a line as far as you can see, and nobody doing anything. They just marching right in, waving and smiling. Uh, and of course, Mr. York tries to uh, pull the you know the shell game on us that the that the Biden administration does because he claims that anybody who's applied for asylum is legal. Well, I'm sorry, that's just. Well, they're that, not that's legal. the law. Where have you been? You're a law. You're a doctor of law, Miss York. That's the law. But are, we do need those people. They need to give them a visa so they can work, so they can earn a living, well, and they're not they're on not the dole. Legal. They are illegals. All those, all those lying people they and hiring signs. You want the union labor to go up a 46% pay increase, and you keep putting these people on the border, that, that's diluting your labor. They, they work that's not, for cheaper. That's not, that's not affecting union labor. Yeah, it does. You don't, you don't I, I think it has a does. direct effect on a lot of the a lot of the workforce right now. We're struggling to fill, you know, jobs all over. Not necessarily union jobs, but you know, just service industry jobs and different jobs like that. I mean, we could use the help, but they do have to come through legally, of course. But I mean, and they do, they yeah. do, Seth, and you know yeah. that. You yeah. and I know that. But the, these other folks seem not to understand the laws, international law. That they do get asylum. It's, it's uh, such a political they football. Prove, they got to prove their hearings, been, and they send yeah, some of hearings. them back. 
Biden has sent a number of folks back because they didn't meet the requirements. It, they were coming through under Republicans. They come through under Democrats. I mean, that iconic image of the and during Trump's presidency of the of the the dad and the kid face down in the creek, deader than doornails, you know, and trying to cross the border. I mean, they they they're going to cross. I mean, you know, they crossed for Republicans. They cross for Democrats. You know, it just becomes a bigger deal when a Democrat's in the White House all of a sudden. Well, All I say is take that Statue of Liberty down if you don't want it to happen. Take the Statue of Liberty down and say we have closed our borders. But you got to go to an international, you got to resend an international agreement that you've signed with the world. We're not closed. We just want to know who's here. And Mexico's not helping us right now. A lot of them are, are uh, we call them mules, coyotes, whatever they call these people that bring them across. There's a lot of pretty bad actors in, the, in that group. We need to see who it is and and know where they are. And a lot of, you know, when they make their money, it's good, but they also send the money back to Guatemala or Mexico or wherever. Don't pay much in the way of taxes on it. And well, they, they, you, you know, with the e-verify system, they are getting taxed and they're never going to see it. You know, you know yeah, that, that money is coming out yeah, and they're never going to get it back. They so put a they're, social security number they're in supporting there. our social security system if they get work visas. Well, no, I don't think it works. The E-Verify doesn't E-Verify anything. You just you give them a fake social security number, and by the time they figure it out, they, uh, you can't find the guy. When I started well, that's up working. To the employer. That's up to the employer, Ron. The employer ought to verify before they hire somebody. Uh, yeah, it's the yeah, government yeah. that's really looking the, way, the other way. When anyway. I started working. I, I agree that we need immigrants. I, no doubt about it. We need them. Uh, just, just would like to be a more orderly border uh, more orderly situation well what more order do you want when they standing in line one by one <laughs> order what do you mean about order know who they are what their background is are they rapists murderers are they bringing fentanyl over the borders they, well, they do all of that ron they do all of that no they, they don't mr do york that. that is a lie that That's is not a lie. That they is, are doing it. Won't they you have, go down there and see how the process works? There are thousands, millions more than, you know, that, that's a lie. They don't know who they there's are. Always they don't people know. That, there's always people that get through the cracks in anything. They're They'll, coming through Canada also. Well, you know, know, what we're tired of is being lied to because these, these sham asylum seekers are illegals. The border is not secure. It's wide open. Just be honest. Well, won't you go to Canada and see if that border's open? I went to Canada and I know what they do in in the in terms of security coming back to America. They don't look at anything. They don't look in the car. They don't check nothing. What's Canada what got to do with it? <laughs> what do you have in there? Well, I didn't have anything illegal, <laughs> but I could have had twenty people in the trunk. And we we got uh, the least onerous immigration policy of any major country just try even mexico and go in there you can't do you know, well, near what you that's can a do good here. point ron because the mexican government hasn't helped us out at all in trying to fix this issue i mean they, they've i know the biden administration has reached out to um, what's his um president labrador i believe is his name and they can't get any help from him i mean he's let the country go to cartels he let the country devolve even more and and we can't get any help from that country and slowing the um the, the crossings and, and I know they've tried. I've heard that. Well, they're, they're, you're getting like, like the Medellin boat cartel. You're getting the worst people down there. They don't. They don't want to pay for them. They don't want them down there. So they, they don't mind them leaving. These aren't capitalists and major, you know, titans of industry coming over the border. These are people they have to pay for. Oftentimes, they're criminals. We just need to know who they are. That's all we need. That's all the right, right of center people are saying. Let's just see who they are. It's a great yeah, country. I, I just mean, see, and I don't, I don't disagree with that. I just, when I just see politicians, you know, try to capitalize on the moment, and they go down there, and they all of a sudden put on their their beige and tan colored uh, button ups, and they act like they're they're pseudo border patrol agents, you know, and it, it just strikes me wrong. Like I think our congressman was down there a couple weeks ago, and and you know, we have a lot of issues in our district that's not ranking near the top, but he just wants the clout of going down there and being anti immigrant and stopping the border that's that's the you know I look well at. i mean andy ogles our congressman uh went down to the border i think about a week ago and he's posted videos of himself and what he found is what we all had heard about that about every quarter of a mile the Biden administration uh border patrol has where there is a gate they've opened it and welded it open or where there's not a gate they've made a, a gap that people can walk through and they're ex- their stated reason for it again we just hate being lied to they they're saying that they had to, to uh they, they told andy that they had to cut these holes in the wall because the deer needed to pass through 
Well, you know, that, that that's just laughing. Coyotes. Yeah, that, you know, and, and he goes to one of these things, and he says, well, you know, it's about a six, seven-foot hole in the wall that, some, that the Border Patrol's cut. And he says, hmm, I'm looking for deer tracks. You know, well, there are no deer tracks, but, yeah, but there are all sorts of discarded, you know, water bottles and backpacks and things like that that people who are crossing in illegally are discarding as they come in. But, you know, I, I mean, you can't just, see deer tracks on rock, Dale. Well, it's no. Is he it, smart enough to understand there's rock around well, there? He, it's, it's not rock that he's standing <laughs> on. It looks like a sandy, loamy soil. And, it's uh, funny to, to see uh, New York City, this you know, mayor I mean, Adams this, up but, there, who, who who mentions himself as this, you know, he's passed himself on the back as magnanimous sanctuary city. So you got a city of like 10 million people up there, and they get 100,000 illegals, and they're clutching their pearls like Martha's Vineyard. They can't stand it. Oh, this is awful. We can't we can't handle this many. Imagine if you're Eagle Pass or if you're El Paso. When a, governor's have, involved, when a governor's involved in human trafficking, that's wrong, Ron. Human trafficking. Good Lord. What were these people doing across the border, Mr. York? I mean, at the very best, though, when they were sending, you know, immigrants to these other cities, that's a political ploy. I mean, that, and that's putting it, no doubt about it, it. That's putting it with rosy, poignant. rosy, rosy glasses that it's a political ploy. Let's send them here. Let's send them. I mean, you're using humans no, as chess it, pieces. It makes I, a great I mean, point. it's fair I mean, enough. You know, I, if I were Texas, I would provide transportation for every damn one of them. Um, yeah. I mean, so the goal is to turn Texas blue, Georgia blue, Florida blue. And letting these immigrants in does that. I mean, have you have you had a roof re- repaired lately? No, I know you what know? they do. Yeah, Mister York, and every one of them was Hispanic. And I bet if you'd have screamed uh, ice, that they'd all disappeared faster than a, a quail rise. Well, so, why yeah. are the employers employing them if they're not legal? They're illegal. They they lie on the e verify. They get fake social security numbers, and government. Never I don't want to hear about they lie. That that's up to the employer to make sure they don't. I didn't get the game that's being played they right pro- now. They all that's probably it. have H one B visas so they can work, and they're illegal. Uh, that's the game being played, Mister York. I mean, if you got an American, a U.S. citizen working for seventeen bucks an hour on a construction site, and one of these guys shows up willing to work for fourteen or fifteen, who suffers? That's the marketplace, right? You, you, that's a market well, yeah. ploy. I'm not employer, right? It, it benefits me as a industrialist or a capitalist or whatever, but I don't think it's right. It hurts the blue collar worker, and that's why the Democrat Party is losing blue collar workers. Well, right? I, I, that, I, that, that's that's a lie. I, that's, that's not what's going on. I, Dem- Democratic Party is always supported union and working people. Yeah, you, yeah. You GOPers just jump on the bandwagon you think, you, you here lately. Supporting working people, letting unchecked immigration come across the border and compete for jobs is that? Uh, I, I think a lot of the jobs they're complete, completing are jobs that that we're not fighting to fighting the lineup to do. Um, and, you know, just to be honest, Ron, there, there's a lot not of jobs. Not for fourteen bucks an hour, or seventeen bucks an hour, but at you, twenty, twenty two, twenty five, they may line up to do it. I mean, there's a lot you of agricultural jobs they're completing. Kids, Ron, you got employers. You know, you're still kids doing that and game, yeah. That's in Pennsylvania, still playing that game. In Pennsylvania, this week they've announced that um, uh, if you, anytime you renew or obtain a driver's license, you're automatically registered to vote. Uh, guess what else they did at the very same time? They made it. Uh, they made driver's license available to Ill- to illegals, uh, and that's good. So I don't want they, people they, driving they on vote. the highway with no driver's license. But you want them to vote, even though they're not citizens of the United they, States? They are not going yeah, to vote. The goal is to get them registered They have to, to have vote. the right papers when they get their driver's license. No. They have to that's... prove that they are citizens. Yeah, I bet. And yeah, then right. they can register the vote automatically. It's being lied to is what bothers me even more than anything. You know, dear, yeah, but dear, you don't understand the truth, Del. You, dear you passageways, reject the truth at every end. Dear passageways, they're legal because they've applied for asylum. The borders are secure. I mean, just be honest, and probably I wouldn't be upset about it. All right. Well, there are some people that get through the cracks. I, I'm not going to say it's absolutely 100% closed cracks. in anything. The game they're is, Mr. they come across the border, they're detained because they say they're seeking asylum. They get a court date three years out, they don't show up for it. It just becomes it much more of a problem, though, when a Democrat's in the White House. I, I think this was, a, this was a huge problem for the four years Trump was in the White House. I mean, he, he was trying to on the border well. wall. He was trying to fix it. I he think, was, I think he was they, never going to be able to build that The border crossings wall. the last two years of Trump are, are, were much lower than they are now, if you're getting honest. I mean, if the wall wasn't doing any good, why are the Democrats cutting holes in it? All right, let's take a break. Whining, why don't why don't the GOP get together with Democrats and come up with a new reform immigration plan? There we go. There we go. 
Yeah. That's just kind of, that makes the open borders legal. That's it. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want, and certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. 
Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people, and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. I roll out every morning, I drink my coffee on the wall. Working for the man just the way my daddy done. But the money I'm making ain't buying much bacon, but when payday comes along, sometimes I gotta do something if it's wrong. There we go. Do something if it's wrong, which uh, reminds me what the Charter School Commission is meeting. What, tonight? Is that tonight? Four, four to six, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Four o'clock. Do something even if it's wrong. You going to be there, Mr. York? Yep. I'm going to be there. I'll see you there, Mr. York. Okay. Y'all, Y'all both be. against it? Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. I wrestled with it for a while back in the spring, but I came out against it. Not that I'm against all charter schools. I think that's a that's something that we have to really highlight there. I'm not against all charter schools, but this application just kind of fell short. Um, it just fell short. You yeah, said that Seth, before. I'm, I'm the same okay. way. I'm I'm not against all charter schools. I'm against this charter school. And I appreciate Schwank coming in here and answering our questions. I really do. But at the end of the day, they just that that application. You know, they just have they have lots of deficiencies in there that they didn't solve. And I mean, that's why most counties turned them down. Um, not just Murray County, but what Madison County did too, and a couple others. I, know, I think only one county accepted them, Rutherford. And you know, it's just I, I, they just they didn't make the changes between the initial application and the second application in order to be accepted. Or I think the school board would have would have passed it if they did. Well, you know, I, I mean, that's is my understanding of what the Tennessee State Commission is going to do. Folks don't, don't understand this. The the way the law is written on these charter schools, is the way the legislature passed it, is that the local school board uh, hears it first. They can approve it, the, the application for a charter school. Uh, and this was American Classical Schools. And Mr. Swank, who Seth is talking about, uh was their representative was here on this show several times uh if the murray county school board though turned the application down uh the what a lot of people don't understand i think is the way the law is written and you can argue if you like the law or not but it's really not this the the decision is not do we want charter school or not want a charter school it The decision is whether or not the charter school meets these state requirements, whether the applicant meets the requirements. Uh, So I I assume Murray County School Board, in turning it down, decided that the applicant did not meet the requirements. And I think that's what Seth is saying. Uh, So now the appeal goes to the Tennessee Charter School Commission. Is that what it's called, Clayton? Correct. Correct. And again, though their decision is not to, under state law, their their task is not to decide whether or not a particular community wants or does not want a charter school. Uh, their task is to decide whether or not the applicant meets the requirements uh, for charter schools of the state of Tennessee, as the legislature has directed. So that's. Uh, does it give you like is you you two? guys in here i mean we're we're for it does it give you any like potential like heartache that a appointed board of bureaucrats could come in and overrule a a bunch of democratically elected school board members from here does that not bother you a little bit like i genuinely would like to know that i mean i don't it it seems like a strange process i don't know the structure but who who is the i mean the charter school who is it i mean you got the school board and the schools is it a group of private people trying to do a charter school or, just, or concerned parents who, who who are the charter school it's like charter school mercenaries they, they try to open them around the country and that right now they're just in you know tennessee but mr schwank has been in ohio and california and now his his he's in tennessee i mean it's just like a private school 
company. I, I don't know how you would best describe that. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, it's, a, it's a private company, and it's sponsored by Hillsdale College. They they, use, it's a brand well, yeah, that's a <laughs> lie. They don't want to admit that. They use Hillsdale's curriculum. They're using curriculum. From Hillsdale. Yeah, gonna, but Hillsdale is not providing them a dime. Not a dime. And that's just lies. But it does, like, the potential for a bureaucratic board from from appointed by any governor, Democrat, Republican, this one appointed by Governor Lee, to come in and be like, no, no, we're going to ignore what this democratically elected school board said. And we're going to do what we want. I mean, I think that really cuts the knees out of of your not just well, your school board, but anybody who's elected. Control, I mean, I, not that I'll, they're going to do that. I'll respond to that. The, the, local government, local control. Well, the a democratically elected state legislator, legislature, is the entity which has passed the law providing for charter schools and for the appeal process to a commission. Now. Let, let me say this, you know, local governments and school boards exist because the legislature allows them to exist, period. They are they the enabling legislation for a county, for a school board, for anything else is passed by the Tennessee state legislature. Now, obviously, the Tennessee state legislature has determined that these school boards, which exist by their hand and they are democratically elected, are not doing the job that they want them to do. Now, is this the way to remedy that? I don't know. Or I'm not – well, maybe I do know. But that sounds I, a lot more cut, like authoritarianism than it does anything else. I mean, well, I mean, you can't claim to be a small government person if you're trying to usurp the small government. Uh, I mean, that's – I don't buy that, Seth. I mean, the, the, you know, our, our – Legis- our uh, legislators, you know, Scott Spicky's in here all the time. Yeah, uh, I see uh, Joey uh, Hensley, you know, every day, gum day. They are right here. They are elected. But, but those school board members are members of the community elected by their communities to make these decisions. Your claim that that a, uh, you know, a politician should be able to to know what is best and just kind of do run or go around. around. Scott yeah, Spicky and Joey Hensley are members of this community elected by us to make decisions. Uh, and these guys are a from these districts. The majority from one party made that decision. It wasn't so democratic. Uh, yeah, you just can't claim tyranny. to be the party of small government if you're willing to ignore the you small know, government. Let's, let's, well, it, it, that doesn't work. And, you know, like I said. small government? Where, where, where do you delineate small you know, government? Yeah, I think school board is the is, is one of the, like, the heartbeat of small government. And these people are from the community. Um, they're in these, we have 11 districts in Murray County. And, you know, the, we have you know, small schools scattered around the county. They were elected to represent those, those I, I see. I see our state representatives a lot more often than I see our school well, board. And members. let's not let's not forget either that you know it wasn't like the school board overwhelmingly voted not to do this. It was a one vote each time they voted on it. It, it came down to one vote. And if the original vote had, or one of the original people that supported it the first time had stood with his vote it would have passed oh but you gotta i mean we can't ask people to to stand with their vote if they discover new information that makes them switch their vote that's not fair either I mean, oh i'm not, t- I'm, I'm not that, saying that but I, I mean i just I'm don't just buy this it's, argument it's more that, divisive well yeah, it is i mean yeah, i'm not i'm not it's claiming not a, it's, not. it's not a blowout no 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 it's not but the tennessee still, state legislature first of all is just as grassroots as a school board and second of all though they are in charge they they are they are in charge. They 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 are a higher power than a school board. Period. But, but I, I think saying that it's that the st- Tennessee state legislature is just as grassroots as your school board. I, I think that's just false. I mean, you that, have people from, from Johnson City well, and from Lake County and from Memphis in the legislature false. here. I I mean. I see Wayne Lindsay. I see him, you know, around the community. I see Betty Kinzer. Like, I see th- these people are, you know, they're part of the community. They're not from Memphis in the legislature. Well, I, you know, the Tennessee legislature, though, is is very grassroots. Like I said, I see our representatives in the legislature a lot more often than I see school board members. I see. And, I, well, I can't well, say from, Mr. Yor, is, is the money local sales tax that funds their, the school system in Murray County, or is it okay. come from the state? Some comes from the state and some comes from the locals. What percent do you remember? No, it, I think it's a 75-25 split, something like like that. State 75 provides 75. Local? No, yeah, 25 local. 
the twenty-five local, seventy-five school systems. He may be higher now. School systems, school boards are all creatures created by the legislature. They exist because the legislature passed enabling legislation. The legislature is the biggest funder of our public school system. They are saying, school boards, we give you a hell of a lot of money. We're the ones that you don't exist unless by our hand. And you're not doing the job that we want you to do. That's the prerogative of the legislature. With that rationale, you should be the biggest fan of the Department of Education that there is then. And, and, and that you, doesn't and make you, any sense to me, Seth. Well, not, would you, not at all. Well, you're, you're claiming that a, that a higher government entity should be ruling the you know the the local schools. And well, then what about the Department of Education that the gets Department lambasted all the, the time? And they give us tons of money if you're if you're a title. The school. Department of Education, first of all, does not control or own or create our school system. Period. They give some money, some a lot money. of money. It's they give not, a lot of money, Dale. It's not that much. What is five percent, Clayton? Something like yeah, that. Five percent. <laughs> yeah, the total budget, something like but that. I, my, my, but no, my they, argument. They the Department of Education cannot abolish the Murray County School Board. Cannot abolish the Murray County School System. Did not create the Murray County School System. Did not create Murray County. Does not provide the, the lion's share of funding for our schools. The Department of Education is merely, basically, a grant. Uh, there's no comparison. It, it, it just it, 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 I think the comparison, comparison I'm trying to make is that you're lobbying for larger government control. No, I'm not. I, you, but, you want the Tennessee state legislature to control the school board, and you're you know, saying even yeah. disbanding it. I mean, you want larger government control. I mean, that that it, the feds no, the Department of Education gets eight percent, but the Tennessee eight percent. The Tennessee legislature has every right to oversee and to abolish. The local school board to abolish the local school system. They say we are giving you millions and millions, and by far the the state money is by far the largest pot of money that the school system. It just gets. seems more like authoritarianism than it does like local control, though. With I, the, if, know, if we're asking a representative from Kingsport, Tennessee, to make a decision on the Murray County School Board, that just doesn't make sense to me. That's I mean, not happening. How, how I think they look for uniformity statewide, right? They look for a little bit more uniformity statewide. I, I think you we know, need to trust our school board. They're from the community. Most of them went to the community. Some taught in the community, yeah, that, and and they we have to trust that, them to make the decisions, a, right or wrong. It, there's a, a lot of decisions they make. I don't agree with, but even no matter where they fall on that spectrum, like, we have to trust our school board. They are elected. That, you know, I mean, I, this is not an apt analogy. You know, the, the number of circuit judges we have that they are creatures of the legislature. They are paid by the legislature. If now and they are locally elected. But if they're not doing the job that they're supposed to be doing, the legislature has every right just to abolish that judgeship. And and that is well, the, the well, legislature who has is, the right to abolish the legislature. Voters. They certainly not. The that, that would be a clause. constitutional amendment to the, the supremacy clause. That would be an amendment to the Constitution of the state of Tennessee, Mr. York. And uh, that's possible. You know, go ahead. Mm, or run yeah. one. I, I but, just think we have to trust our, our local elected school board when they make a decision. And, and if not, we don't like it, vote them out. Every two years we have a school board elected. Vote them out. If Seth, you, don't like I just, you know, the, the legislature creates the school system so the, so, the, so the school system has to do what the legislature wants i mean exactly yes so why do we have a school board because they the legislature has delegated authority to them that, 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 that's that's a big government that's big government stuff right there segregation what should the state do then do what now up around jamestown there are no minorities in some of the schools that's I've what been I'm saying. If the local there no black people who live up there. Colin, what you know, Brown versus uh, Ferguson or Plessy versus Ferguson thing, separate but equal deal? Then what's the role of the state legislature there? Oh, uh, you know, you can't give it all local. But I think you get a lot of different outcomes. Well, it's federalism. There, there's a combination of local <laughs> you know, and state and federal. You know, federal. The state control. legislature creates and funds the Department of Children's Services. If they're not doing the job that they're supposed to be doing, then the state legislature can. Hey, I think a vote them. you don't agree with doesn't mean that they're not doing the job. It's a vote that you don't agree with. I'm a Democrat in, in Murray County. There's lots of votes I don't agree with, but I don't think Scott Sapicki should be ran out of town. I just don't agree with them. Well, school boards were created for local control. They you were, don't like it, vote for someone else. That's what I think. 
they were they were created because the legislature legislature wanted to delegate to them to that authority. Well, the legislature saying, right? legislature saying, you know, oops, we don't want to delegate that authority to you anymore because we don't like what you've been doing. Let's take a break and come back about state level. Lauren Bobert and the Twin Peaks of Colorado coming right back. Get the massage. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. If you if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, then your face will surely show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. When you see the happy face on our truck, you'll be smiling because you know that you're in luck. When you fixed up and you know it, healer solved it like you hoped it. If you're happy and you know it, shout it out. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Columbia. Take 5 is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. Visit their newest location at 1203 South James Campbell Boulevard and take advantage of their $15 off grand opening special. That's right, $15 off any oil change, Columbia. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. They're faster than you think. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. There are so many problems in the world right now that we can't do anything about. But the hunger crisis in southern middle Tennessee is not one of them. You can join the Well Outreach Food Pantry in responding to help feed our neighbors in need. Kids, moms, and dads, and grandparents with nothing to eat. For just $30, you can provide a week of groceries to feed a local family in need. Give hope to the hungry right now. Thewelloutreach.org thewelloutreach.org You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. NASCAR Playoffs Weekend at Talladega, September 30th through October 1st. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com 
This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. With a view, I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest, dude uh, Ron Hart, whose native son, favorite son of Columbia's 1977 graduate of Columbia Central High School. How you doing, man? Good morning. Good morning. And a uh, friend of the station, and we're always delighted when he can get make some time for us uh and, and help out mr york being a being a democrat uh seth campbell how you doing man hey it's good to be back i i love being here when i can and it's good to be back with y'all it's been a been a couple months i think and folks i mean seth and uh ron both write a column each week in main street murray uh and and they appear side by side i think there's sort of Seth is supposed to be the Democratic point of view, and Ron the more conservative point of view. And uh, I, I turn to that page each week. It's it's always it's it's always uh, food for thought and entertaining. And uh, so both those columns side by side each week in Main Street Murray. Let me tell you. Let's Dale, a, let me let me give you a ahead, news Mr. blip. A news blip right quick. Rupert Murdoch has stepped down as chair of the Fox News Corporation, and that's his had, son will be taking over. That's in November. Yes, sir. It just broke. Yep. There we go. Elsewhere, right here on WKOM and WKRM, this is WKOM FM 101.7. Our sister station is WKRM FM 103.7. Next Tuesday and Wednesday, September 26th and 27th. We will be doing a radiothon for the well, and I can't tell you the well outreach, which is a food pantry in Spring Hill, soon to have a, an additional office in uh, Mount Pleasant. I've gotten to know the well, and Shelly Sasson, the executive director, in the last three years or four years, and the work they do to help people who need food is absolutely amazing. Uh, the well there at at its Spring Hill office, and I'm sure it will be at the Mount Pleasant office, is stocked with all the staples you can possibly imagine, and families in need can come in there and get help. I mean, staples, food goods, uh, dry goods that you know, paper towels, toilet paper, whatever. Uh, they can come in and get help. They also do this amazing program, uh, a jetpack program. I think with what they're involved with, like. 20 schools, mm-hmm. Clayton, something like 28, 28, 28 different schools. Each week, 1,400 jetpacks go home with a child who has been identified as uh, perhaps not going to get enough food at home over the weekend. Uh, and so next Tuesday and Wednesday, we are uh, partnering up with the well to do a radiothon to raise money for the well. Their benchmark is, when they say for $30, they can feed a family for a week. Please help. Join us. We are honored to do this. You can go to our website uh, right now, frontporchradiotn.com. 
the easiest way to find us, I think, is just to type in WKOM. It'll take you there. And there's a there's a, a place there where you can click donate to the well right now. Uh, it's a fabulous organization, and we are looking forward to next Tuesday and Wednesday to uh, even bringing you more information about the well. Uh, we'll be doing it all day long, both of those days. And right. those jetpacks, they, they really make a difference, too. I see them day in and day out at the school. Do you see them at, at Mount yeah, Pleasant yeah, High? Yeah, I've, I've, I'll help yeah. unload them. I'll help unload them and get them in the school. And it's just boxes and boxes of these, these like, clinch bags full of goodies for the for the kids to take home and, um, you know, eat during the weekend. Or, you know, some of them eat them at school, too. And it's just it's good stuff. It can be fruit. Fruit will be in there, Pop-Tarts, um, you know, the milk that doesn't need to be refrigerated nowadays, which is kind of a new new thing. It kind of freaks me out, but it's a new thing. Um, it, it's a lot of good stuff, and it really it makes a makes a serious difference in the lives of those kids. It really does. It's and, not And you're speaking from your experience yeah, as a oh, teacher yeah. at Mount Pleasant High. Yeah, as a teacher, every single day you, we see that. And we can lay some of the stuff out for the kids to come by and get a snack during the day. And these are these are kids who, who might not necessarily have a whole lot at home. So it's um, – it, it's a it makes a serious difference and there's no hyperbole in saying that like it does make a difference in filling their bellies there we go the well folks go to our website frontporchradiotn.com or uh just type in wkom and it'll get you there and uh, and uh listen in next tuesday and wednesday as we give you even tell you even more about the well but thanks seth for yeah yeah giving us that on on the ground report ron hart you have written a new column about the uh Twin Peaks of Colorado, Lauren Lauren Bobert, Bobert, Republican, Colorado. Yeah, and uh, oh Lord, but uh, there, there was only one doing the the, the set two watching. Uh, what, what's the name of that? Uh, Beetlejuice. They were looking at Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah, Beetlejuice. Beetle, to play. Yeah, there yeah. was only one peak being used when he was watching <laughs> yes. Beetlejuice. Uh, yeah, Tim Burton did Beetlejuice, and uh, I bet. I bet her date glad we're glad they weren't at Edward Scissorhands. A whole different outcome. You know, I'm just glad they didn't have uh, infrared cameras at the Sundown Theater back in our day, Mister York. You know, that's yeah. I, I write about that in the column. I mean, I mean I, Ron, I yeah, I mean, who among us haven't you know at a, at a either drive-in, Sundance, Sundown, or a Pope Theater? Trying to try to advance our cause a little bit with the with the other the other gender. Oh yeah, I mean, and I don't I don't. There were only two when I was in high school. I, yeah, I gross. But she's what? just I, I don't know. She's a I'll say she's a character. I mean she's that's the, probably the best thing I can say about her. She's just she's yeah. she's a character. That's not you know she she claims to be one thing and then she's you know blowing vapes and and. Using her hands in the in the theater. Uh, uh, yeah. the Seth, don't don't cro- don't slut shamer. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm saying you know if don't I'm do I, I'm a Democrat. If she wants to go see a play next weekend, we can go. But I, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's look. She's 36. She's 36. She's single. She's a grandmother. Uh, and she's talking to. Is she really a grandmother? I hate it. Oh, yeah. yeah, a 17 year old son knocked up some girl. Yeah, people are into that. Dumb. And mother was 36 and a grandmother because so because she comes from a long line of good flesh shaming. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a joke, Ron. <laughs> Wait, one more time. I missed it. What? I said she's 36 and a grandmother. Her mother was like 35 and a grandmother because she comes from a long line of good decision making. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Anyway, impulse control issues. And she's yeah. talking in the theater, Mr. York, 36-year-old grandmother. That kind of feels like a Democrat to me. No, no, she's no. actually a Republican, and, and not just any Republican. I mean, she's on not, the she's, she's on the special. fringes of the. She's really special. Yeah, she's. Well, I think Trump has done some of the Republican Party. I mean, what I didn't like was I was a libertarian. I didn't like the stodgy, you know, button down collar, judgmental, pious uh, Republican Party of of, of old. I, I, I'm socially liberal, and you know. And fiscal conservatives. So that's the reason I was a libertarian. Now I think, in the, it seems like in the last eight or ten years that the Republican Party, especially under Trump, given his morals, has kind of lightened up on that space. 
and and the Democrats have become the stern, judgmental, you know, government DOJ. Government Only government when it's Republicans. Cages. Well, no, I mean, I don't mind that she's she's getting her freak on in the theater with a with somebody. Um, you know, I, that doesn't bother me at all. I think like you she said, is single. She's yeah. You know, yeah. Well, well, she's divorced. Yeah, she's she's divorced. divorced. Like yeah, but she's before. single. Yeah, but she's just kind of. I mean, she's just and, wacky. And the guy she was dating was a Democrat. I, I say, I'm yeah. Lying, His name is Quinn Gallagher. Quinn Gallagher, and I, and I say in the column, the, the the theater has not had that much mess. Uh, the mess in the floor since Gallagher, oh, the gosh. comedian, performed. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> Y'all just got characters in the GOP, Delk, and uh, they're not all good. good sometimes. I also say, Mr. Yorton, and 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 you know, let's see what you say about this. Republican Party has good-looking women. Oh, I mean, some I, hotties. Christine, you know, got Gnome up in South Dakota. You got this girl's pretty hot. You got that girl over in uh, South Carolina. What's got Carrie Lake. Nancy Mace. Nancy Mace. Uh, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Houseth. You got uh, Nikki Haley, Michelle Bachman. Pretty hot women on the, uh, not counting the Fox women. Christy yeah, you, didn't, you didn't count Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, yeah, she's not bad looking. I mean, she's an idiot, but she's you know, not bad looking. But name some, you got a bunch of old hags with all yeah, sides. Name, name one. Who does the best governing? No, I, I like Ron's line of thought. Where are the young, good-looking women in the in the Democratic Party? I mean, they don't see is looking. I mean, you might disagree with her, but AOC is pretty good looking. Okay, you got one. We got ten. Yeah. One right there. Yeah, I agree. That doesn't make good looking. government. Just looking at the face. Don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, I know you, you get. You got to talk to these people. Away. It's terrible government. You know, I, look at the inflation. I, look at the deficit. It's not good. Inflation. Government. Come on, Ron. I think. I think it says something Gas though when the young, charismatic uh, folks are drawn to your party. And I noticed, like Trump went up to uh, the Iowa, Iowa State game, and I saw something that I have not seen ever. I don't think. Students, I'm talking about 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds came out just, just rallied for Trump, Correct. just cheering the heck out. Oh, wait, see, I saw him. people flicking no, they, him off. They were and, booing and, him and, and not at Iowa State. Off. They weren't. They were throwing a football with him. He went to a fraternity house and they all welcomed him in. You know, I, I'm, but, I'm seeing. But, I, you know. You guys think that you're the college age kids. Y'all haven't had college age kids since nineteen. Oh, those eight, those eighteen to twenty nine year olds vote Democrat. They definitely this coming no, time because they know I, that if they if they get I, pregnant, the Republicans are going to force them to have the baby. I was, and it's just Iowa State is uh, you know Iowa, it's in the middle Iowa of nowhere. State, well, that's the yeah. Oh, <laughs> Seth. Oh, you're just dismissing. Hey, hey, Ron, no, I'm if not they were at the Iowa, you're nothing. You're the middle no, no, of if nowhere. If they were at the University of Iowa, it would have been a very very different yeah. different. Um, <laughs> For Mr. Middle Trump. of nowhere, you don't count. Yeah, there we go, Democrats. Ron, Ron I'm not going to bash women or anybody for the way they look, men either. But yeah. the thing is, we look Agreed, at Mr. what York. do they do when they govern? Can they govern? I don't care what, what character they might have. If they're not governing for the American people, they are useless. They need to and, and kind of like what the representative is still thinking. You know, the, I mean, governing the way you believe this to be governed. No, right? just yeah. govern. I, I, everything I believe. Well, how, they're not how, how when how when the young Payton charismatic people are being drawn to your party, that's You know, in this government shutdown, on the we're on the brink of like the representative from New York, Republican representative Mike Lawler said. He said our party is getting taken over by clowns. I said we. He said we can't even negotiate to keep this off the financial brink because I mean we have a f- the fringe of the party and. You know, Lauren Boebert's part of that who don't know how to do politics. They don't know how to sit down and work something out. I think they have a real concern about the deficit, and that's a genuine concern, right? So when do we address it if we don't address it during budget issues? We we got this huge deficit. Now's the time. Now's the time. But there's a lot of people who won't negotiate. They won't negotiate. They won't negotiate. All right, we're about over. You know, I was a federal worker for the Department of Justice during many government shutdowns. I loved them. All you you got to pay. I got like over a thirty day paid vacation. <laughs> Every one of them was a paid vacation. I loved them. And what you know, Medicare, Medicaid, your Social Security checks, all that stuff just keeps on coming. Nothing Which matter with the government. No one's going to the TV. Well, it comes building. to a halt when the no air traffic controllers decide not to show up. No, and that's when they, it came to a halt under Trump. It was 35 days. Air traffic controllers said, oh, we're not coming in anymore. And the shutdown ended. But, I mean, like you said, there is a, I mean, there's Reagan a line. Fired them. There's a line. Well, I don't, yeah, you know, I, I'm not that's scared good. of a Gums shutdown. Just fire people. Andy Ogles is not scared of yep. shutdowns. Uh, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow night, Ron. 
Uh, yeah. Good morning. Good deal. Good seeing you, Ron. Are you too sad? Okay.